Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street, USA. On this episode, we are dishing on Flower and Garden Festival. We will dish on returning festival favorites and the best and worst of this year's fest. I'm Colin. And I'm Bella. And together, we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton. And this is the Main Street Dish. It's a new festival. A new, a new <laughs> returning festival. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Nothing, nothing's new about any festival in Epcot anymore. But no, seriously. But no, there, there are for this festival. No, we little like fun fact. You said there are over fifty new items at there this are. festival. That's a lot of new items for a festival, actually. There are. I had a lot on my hands when I was down there last week in order to try all the things at Flower and Garden. There was a long task list that I got through, though. So you know, let's discuss it. I love it. But first. Let's- Let's be honest. What are we drinking? Oh. Because you guys didn't get to join me at the festival yet this year. Hopefully we'll make it. A part of me was really hoping that by some chance Bella was going to surprise me. But then I like know you guys well enough that her mom was watching your kid the night before. And I was like, ooh, maybe Bella will surprise me. The like little bit of hope. And then I realized that was your late work night because you were on those nights. But I know you guys well enough to know that that is the night she works late. (laughs) I was like casual, but I was really, I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe. (laughs) If he wasn't away, I would have thought about it for sure. Oh yeah. If I was, if I wasn't away, I think you would have been on a flight. Because we did, Bethany and I low-key did look up those flights for you. (laughs) We did. I will say it was a little sad that I didn't get surprised by one of you. But, you know, I get it. Life is life. But, you know, a little bit. A little bit of me was sad. It, and, and a little bit of us was sad, too, that we For weren't sure. there. So For sure. We'll call it even. Okay. <laughs> and I'll just say, next time, Bella gets a day trip. So can't wait for that she one. She's still owed. She's still owed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What, what, are, well, what are we drinking? We're drinking. So i didn't have time to make a cocktail but i ran out to the store and i was like what here is like flower and gardeny because I, I just needed oh stop it okay uh-huh. this is so funny okay so i think we might win because like i think okay. we crushed it really so we're good. drinking we're drinking two different things but it's the two chicks canned cocktails which is Ooh. like the woman-owned canned cocktail company it's really Delish. good really good so i am drinking it was sounded super flower and garden to me but it is a vodka peach cucumber tea thyme cocktail Oh, that does sound flower and garden. That's good. It, it is so good. It's like biting into like a fresh peach. It is so delicious. It's giving me the vibes of Bella's Joffrey's peach tea, but yes. like boozy. Mm-hmm. It is so good. So if you find it, it's called the Sparkling Vodka QT. And then I have one as well. It's a elderflower pear seltzer. Yes, it is very good. It's a little sweet. But normally seltzers tend to be a little sweet. They do. Yeah. It's very pear forward, but there is a hint of elderflower in there, which I really like. So. But I thought both of those would totally be something that we'd see. Oh yeah. At Flower oh, Garden. Oh, this is easy drinking. Do not get me wrong. Like, yeah. I. So no problem, and it's clear, which is very interesting. Yeah. There's no color to it. So Disney, if you're listening, you should look up two, two chicks, chicks and put them at your next flower garden festival because yeah especially because it's it's women's history month right now too hello woman-owned business let's do it exactly we're here for all the suggestions i know i definitely am not gonna top that however i am drinking a pineapple wine oh. as a dedication to pineapple promenade nice they have a pineapple wine there so i figured one must one must. that was as close as i could get to something that sounded flower garden without having to make a full cocktail no, that actually, I bet all of the, yeah, I think we nailed it for I think we just did. getting the vibe, drinking and the vibe. And we didn't even have to make a cocktail. <laughs> we just had to crack it open, twist it. Was it a twist top? Please tell me it was a twist top. No, it's a can. 
Oh, it's oh, a can. Love it's it. a can. I, I love canned wine. <laughs> Same. There's nothing wrong with canned wine. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into the fest. Let's do um, it. So if you want to follow along with us as we go through it, we will be going off of the foodie guide. So if the order is all screwed up, don't blame us, blame Disney. Yep. <laughs> Let's proceed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and we continue. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, we say it every time. Disney needs to do the festival in World Showcase order. Yeah. We say it every time. It's all over the place. Even the booths that are at the top are still, I feel like, all over the place. Because the first one it kicks off with is Farmer's Feast, which is, it says near Test Track, and it's not. It's the one that's right by Connections, um, right right outside. So that's not even accurate to honestly where it is. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck finding it, everyone. (laughs) But But this this one's worth finding. Yes. And this is the interesting one because the menu rotates. So it has three separate menus that come out throughout the seasons, which, to be frank, this pains my soul that the menu does rotate here because this this first one is my favorite dish of the entire festival so it pains me that it's only here through april 8th and i'm like why would you why why do you have to put that one there because that one's so good that's the thing that makes it so beautiful is that it's you know such a short period of time you know it's fleeting (laughs) it adds to the beauty (laughs) it's like a rare flower that blooms for a day you know what i'm saying yeah but we are talking about the char-grilled bison ribeye and we got it last year it's still good. Yep. With still good. Creamy leek fondue, red wine butter sauce, and whipped red wine goat cheese. Mm. Why did I think there were artichokes in this? And I think I talked about how it had artichokes, and I think it's only leeks. But you know what? Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of green vegetable. Yeah. Uh, th- this is just perfection. The steak is grilled right there, right outside of the booth on the grills. I thought our steak was cooked absolutely perfect. It was such a large portion of meat. Like last year, this made our best of the fest and it's back this year. It's the top of my list this year. There was nothing that I had that topped this for me this year. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I totally believe it. I can still remember the taste of it. That's how good it was. I can too. It was was cooked to perfection. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like bison scares people just hearing bison. It's not gamey or anything. It just tastes like beef. Like it's so good. Don't be, dive in, people. Don't yeah. dive in. Don't go be scared. To, if, if you have a Ted's Montana Grill by you, go to one of those. <laughs> they have bison. Try it. You'll like it. And then yeah. go to the festival. The first time I ever had bison was actually by accident. I ended up getting a bison burger. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't, I looked at the menu and I was like, oh my God, it's bison. And I was, because I was saying like, this burger is so good. Yeah. Bison and is good. And I was good. like, oh my God, it it's is. bison. And there have been occasions where we, that's the meat that we buy to make a burger. Oh, yeah. Bison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it's good. I wish this one just stuck around a little longer than the first, I don't know, month of the festival, but (laughs) it's okay. You know what can go, though? The spice cake with cream cheese icing and candy pecans and parsnip. This was new. It was just a dried out piece of cake. It was not great. It It looks like a brick. (laughs) It it really does. It looks like banana bread. That's the vibes it's giving off. And it was not good. But you know what was even worse? Which is shocking because I thought this was going to be available later in the festival and it's not. It said available throughout the entire festival was the Ghost Mary, the translucent Bloody Mary with the cucumber vodka, tomato water, horseradish, celery salt, and a head of pepper. Bella, you're going to absolutely hate this. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. I want it cucumber heavy heavy. It's cucumber heavy. There's no spice to it whatsoever. I don't understand how it can have both horseradish and a hint of pepper and somehow no spice comes out through this. 
And then on top of it, there's entire cherry tomatoes in the bottom of this drink, like whole cherry tomatoes. <laughs> I got it. I picked it up. I looked at it. I said, I don't even know what this is, and I don't even want to drink it. Mm. It was not good. No. I, 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 there was high hopes, and it came crashing down. So that's a skip for me. Oh, Bummer. no. But I can't it's wait like for when... you to try it. <laughs> I know. And to oh, I'll try it. Because I do love horseradish. But if it doesn't taste Literally like not one then... ounce of horseradish, Bella. Oh, no. So do I. I was expecting like, and I thought that would have paired really nicely with the ribeye too. Because mm-hmm. horseradish with a steak is always never a bad thing. Correct. No. Absolutely awful. Bummer. Yep. I literally think the worst food on the planet is horseradish. <laughs> yeah, he hates it. I hate it and so I, you like would love this <laughs> maybe maybe i'll love it no i don't know if anyone else is out there but it's like a visceral reaction for me like if i have horseradish it's just horrid i, love I think it. it's horrid me too i could literally just put it on anything okay what are you team horseradish or team horseradish should be burned off the planet <laughs> take all the horseradish put it in a rocket ship and shoot it to mars because... it's so nice it's so nice of you to be so happy to deprive us of our happiness <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> I, said, I just said, what team are you on, you know? He said, please let it head into another solar system. <laughs> <laughs> did. Rude. Put it with those big spiders from Australia. Put those in the rocket, too. Okay, they can go in the rocket. Them. I'm yeah. fine with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But not the horseradish. <laughs> no. But uh, you said hint of pepper, but they actually really meant, like, a hint. Like, you know, it's like one of those words where the letter's they, silent. Like, yeah, know? like, wafted the pepper over top of it. That's all they did. <laughs> Oh, poor thing. Yeah, so that's a pass. But it's available through April 8th, that bison ribeye. So if you're going before April 8th, go there immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to Brunch Cot. Ah, yes. Formerly known as the Donut Box. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's always the Donut. It's always going to be the Donut Box It's the Donut Box presented as Brunch Cot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's like Test Track by Chevrolet. Yeah, yeah. It says near test track presented by Chevrolet. This is literally the donut box presented by Brunch Cut. <laughs> Something like that. So when we had talked about last week in Foodie News, where you were saying what you thought was going to be the home run Grand Slam booth of the festival was going to be the Honey Bistro, wrong. It's Brunch Cut. Brunch Cut brought this festival home. I Amazing. have no better words for a booth ever. This was everything on this menu absolutely slaps can i say that i don't know oh you can absolutely you sound can. weird coming out Whatever. no no it um doesn't. everything's good i did not try the avocado toast this year but that's been mm. on the menu repeatedly yeah. you guys have had it yes yeah yeah and it's it's good it's an avocado toast but i thought it was it's very good. good it's pretty yeah absolutely yeah. straightforward mm-hmm. yeah they do put flowers that i think are grown and living with land on mm-hmm. top yes. of it too so beautiful the shrimp and grits blackened shrimp and cheddar cheese grits with a brown gravy and sweet corn salsa Honestly, so impressed with this. I don't know if it was like we were the first people at Brunch Cot, but let me tell you, I'm not even the world's biggest I don't love shrimp, which was the theme of this year's festival, apparently. But like, (laughs) I can tell when it's good. Absolutely phenomenal. But Bella, wait till you get the Lox Benedict. Oh, I cannot wait. Oh my God. Perfection. First off, the egg was perfectly poached. Beautiful. I Mm -hmm. will say I did have a stand in for you. Colin that I had at like because you came to the previous festival I mm-hmm. had Jeremy there that was your stand-in and he was waiting for it and he told me that the chef kept breaking the eggs and having to like get new plates because they obviously can't serve it with a broken yolk 
Right. And I was like, I actually feel really bad. So shout out to the people at Brunchcott, the chefs at Brunchcott, working overtime to get those poor eggs on a plate and not because it was so perfectly poached that one wrong move and that it's just the yolk yeah. is breaking. It's also uh, tough with, you know, this economy and these eggs. Eggs are <laughs> That's expensive. a lot of money. <laughs> it is. Money. It's, it is. There should be like a discounted version. You know, yeah. this is like $8. You should be able to get one for 5 where the egg yolk Broken comes yolk. broke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Broken yolk Benedict. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but... It was so good. Everything spice cream cheese, shallots, crispy capers, and the hollandaise. It was all good. I will say mm. the only thing, and I think you're going to agree with me, was the texture of the focaccia wasn't like focaccia to me. It reminded me of like a rye bread. So I was literally about to ask you how the focaccia was, and focaccia should be nice and fluffy. Yeah. And if it's if yeah, it's a little, a little chewy, bit more yeah. dense, yeah, then. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like with the lox and the egg on top you might have just needed a sturdier bread so maybe that's why the focaccia is yeah not as fluffy but maybe it's better now i I but regardless it was still one of my favorite dishes of the festival like it was so good so good i cannot wait i love lox on anything so Mm -hmm. the lox was great my jersey heart you know yeah Exactly. You two Jersey it's, girls are just singing the praises right now. This is our dish. We were made yeah. for this dish. <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. I was very impressed with everything that they did this year and added new to this booth. Great job. Love it. The yes. fried cinnamon roll bites with cream cheese frosting and candy bacon. They were very good. They, were, they were one of our top last year, too. Yeah, top sweet treats. Yep. Amazing. I feel like and then. Go wrong. No. The Joffrey's cold brew cocktail. Yeah, it was also as also one of my top cocktails last year. It was strong. It mm-hmm. was a strong drink, but it was it was not playing around, and it was delicious. I mean, anytime you put cold brew in a cocktail, I'm sold. Literally yeah, sold. Yeah. I fully agree. That yeah. whole booth, that to me was the home run of the festival. If you only have one booth you can go to, probably just go to Brunchcott. And mm. I believe it opens at 10:30 instead of 11, like all the other booths, so you can get like in a little bit early. It should open was, earlier than that, but whatever. I was literally about to say, I wish it opened at 9. Yeah. It's literally breakfast foods. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you open it that early? Mm-hmm. Disney, if you're Disney. listening, you have time to fix it. <laughs> you still have till July 5th, because that's when this festival yeah, runs. Does it. <laughs> months. You have months. All right, moving on. Citrus Blossom. So here, and everything's, new. everything's new. Everything's <laughs> new. And continuing from Citrus Blossom. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The shrimp was fine. Okay. It was good. I won't, like, orange sesame tempura shrimp with orange chili sauce. I also think it was a good portion. There were, like, five shrimps for whatever price it was. I don't think it was crazy. The brie broke my heart. It broke Mm. my heart. Oh, no. I love brie. I do, too. It was a citrus baked brie with a lemon marmalade, a limoncello, masqueraded blueberries and Mm. almonds here's the problem it was baked and it melted and then it recongealed yep oh and the texture of brie when it recongeals just isn't a great texture correct so if i feel if like you get this piping hot like the cast member is literally handing it off to you and you just shove a fork into it and eat it as you start to walk away it could be good because the flavors were good but the texture of the brie ruined it all for me. Yeah. Bummer. Bummer. That is a bummer. Did you try the lemon rang pie? Did. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> it, to me, that is a hard skip because I feel there's so many desserts at the festival that actually are good and I really did enjoy and we'll talk about more of them. But even the cinnamon roll bites, so much better than this. 
Yes. The, the tart itself stood up to nothing. It just crumbled. Like, oh. it, it was not. Mm. But on a positive note, one thing I did love was the orange sunshine wine slushy, which is the mm. alcoholic version of the one that comes in the orange bird sipper. Oh, yeah. It was a creamsicle. And it's only $7, so it really can't be that potent, but, like, it's delicious. It's so good. If the orange slush in France mated with a creamsicle, this would be the drink. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I think it's better than the one in France. Because that Grand Marnier slushy in France has, like, a cult following. Oh, it does. It's the quintessential Epcot drink to me. If you see that drink, you know where it is in any photo. If you see a photo of it in that cup, in anything, you know that's that drink from Epcot. So, but this was so good. I absolutely loved it. And seven bucks, good deal. Steal. Winner, winner, winner. Florida Fresh. Oh, Florida Fresh. So I remember having the corn and it was not good. Yes. Yeah, the corn was bad. Okay, so they have a new corn this year that just has the spicy corn chips on it. Because the one last year was a savory garlic spread and a plant-based cheese. We didn't even order it because I agree with Bella last year. I think you and I both took a bite and we're like, what is this? What is this? Yeah, it was just, it was, there was no flavor. Yep. The corn was even bad. Like the corn itself. (laughs) Yes. Which they have improved their game this year. They have an entire grilling station set up just for it. But yes. I got the grilled corn on the cob with the garlic spread and the spicy corn chips. That was delicious. I enjoyed mm. that one. Ooh. Plus that little kick of spice, I think, would go a long way. It was. It was a nice little kick of spice. I always say this about the corn in Animal Kingdom, that it's spiced without being spicy. And this, again, was spiced, but with a little bit of a spicy kick. It wasn't anything too crazy. If you can't do spice, you totally could do this corn. Mm. It just gives the right amount of flavor. Sure. Yeah. I remember they've had the watermelon salad with the blueberry and the pickled onion and the balsamic and the feta for a while. And I always remember that being absolutely delicious. I don't think there's anything wrong with a watermelon feta salad with blueberry and balsamic drizzle. I think on a hot Florida day, that's that's always going to be a home run. Yeah, I think for the festival, if you're going to go to the festival a few times, that's a great one to get at some point. I just don't think it would be my go-to every time I go. No. Just because you can make it at home. Correct. Let's be real. Yeah, that's true. I agree. It wouldn't be on my first day must-have list. No, no. But it is delicious. It's just nothing special. Yeah. And to that I say, also pass on the blackened fish slider. It was so salty. And I love salty food. And it was just not working for me. And I would order this again. The Florida strawberry shortcake. That's new this year. It's like the biscuit Mm. shortcake, which I am a fan of. The biscuit was so hard and stale. And I was like, this is such a bummer because I wanted to love it so much. But it's one that I would go back and give another chance to. Because the strawberries were delicious. The whip I mean, who's mad at strawberry shortcake? No one. No No one. one. No. Especially with the biscuit. I think that that's a Mm -hmm. huge addition. It looks like it's got that crystallized sugar. I was about to say it has the crystallized sugar on the top, which I feel makes the biscuit. You get that little bit of crunch when you eat things and it just kind of really works well together. So that's on my list of let's give it another try. All right, let's go over to Germany. Because <laughs> let's go to Germany next. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's let's, a natural progression. I this this foodie guide is drunk. That's it really is. It's drunk. It drank around yeah. the world before it published itself. <laughs> I know. Let's go this way. But we're at Germany now, apparently. But Germany is one of these booths that is just a solid standby at any festival. And Flower and Garden, I think, is when Germany is probably maybe at its best. 
I had never seen anybody more happy than Bella last year at this booth. I love potato pancakes. Growing up, I had potato pancakes at least twice a month. We would always have a big breakfast on Sundays, and my mom would make potato pancakes, and they were phenomenal, and these just bring me back to that. The potato pancakes with house-made applesauce is my personal fave. They are hefty. These are heavy. It's a big dish, but that's what I kind of love about it. Like, it's very shareable, and then if you're hungry, this will definitely fill you up. The other potato pancake they have on here is the potato pancake with caramelized ham, onions, and herb sour cream. Also delicious. Very, very good. I'm more of an applesauce with my potato pancake kind of gal, but I do like the ham and the sour cream on the other one. And then they also have the toasted pretzel bread with black forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese. Cannot go wrong with that. I think my only negative was that there was not enough filling last time. Mm-hmm. Like, not enough ham. And then they have the warm cheese strudel with mixed berries, which, phenomenal. So So good. It's all, like, all the food in Germany, especially here at Flower Garden, it warms your soul. You know, it's just a very comforting food. Good hearty Good, yeah. yeah, good portions. I've had the same potato pancakes multiple times, like multiple days of the festival before, and they've always been great. Like, I've never had a bad dish from there. I, I just, I can't say anything bad about it, really. Other than maybe the pretzel bread isn't, like, my favorite, but. Same. That's by far the lowest on my list as well yeah, of, like, yeah. what's on this menu. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But the other amazing thing about this booth is the price. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The pricing here is always so good. Mm -hmm. I think last time, last year, we got almost everything. And I think you walked away spending like 30 bucks. We got, and that included alcohol. Like it was bonkers for the amount of food that you're getting here. Mm -hmm. So this is a great booth for the value. I think it's probably one of the best values of the whole festival. And I do think it's one of the more kid-friendly booths, too, because potato pancakes, such an easy thing for kids to eat. A toasted pretzel bun, also easy for kids to eat. Very. For sure. So where do we go to from Germany? (laughs) Definitely America. Yeah, that's definitely where we go next. What is happening? (laughs) This foodie guy is so terrible. It's bonkers. Um, But but now we're at Magnolia Terrace in the American Adventure. We skipped a few places, and here we are. But this is another one with a completely new menu. Yeah. The Mufaletta panini with ham salami, mortadella, provolone, and Swiss with an olive salad. So good. Mm. It's everything it you be. love about a mufaletta, but in a panini, so it's like crispy. But let me tell you, that olive salad has a kick to it. An mm. unexpected, like, I was like, this will borderline on being way too spicy for a lot of people. And by really? borderline, I mean it will be way too spicy for a lot of people. It definitely has a bigger kick than I was anticipating. I love a mufletta, and I just didn't expect it to be that bonkers. I also will say in the photo on the foodie guide, the olive salad is on the side. It's on the sandwich in this. Mm. Um, oh. So like, I don't know what the deal is with that. But this to me was one of my favorite things I ate at the festival. It ended up in my top 10. I really liked it. I'm just a sucker for that combination. I think it's really good, and I really did like it in the panini press. The crawfish pie was a huge skip for me. I was not a fan. And I don't know if it's that I strongly dislike crawfish, because I've only had them a handful of times. So I do have my Louisiana people on it to tell me if that tastes like an actual crawfish pie next time they're down, because I would never order it again. Hmm. But the bananas foster bread pudding that comes with a whiskey caramel. (sighs) It's so good. Amazing. The thing thing is, I'm walking from the booth and I have it in my hands. And I say to the group that I'm with, I look at Jeremy and Elise and I was like, 
why does this look like gravy, brown gravy? This doesn't look like a dessert. As the chef walks by, I did not see her. And she was like, it is really good. Trust me when I say that. And I was like, I am so embarrassed. I was just talking to my friends. And now the chef is like, ma'am, I'm going to need you to try that before you make judgment. Oh my God. And she was right. So shout out you to whoever wrong. the chef is in America. You are right. And I should not have judged it based on its looks alone. Because it does look like a gravy. It's darker because it has whiskey in it. It's darker. Sure. Phenomenal. Hmm. See? It looks good. It looks amazing. And honestly, the hummingbird cake from the last festival at the America oh. booth was so phenomenal. So, so I'm so happy that they're following up with a good one. Yep. You know what I'm also happy about? They brought back Ben's original long grain rice. <laughs> We love a booth sponsor that's mediocre. We do, you know, it's back. It's back. Could you say it again and then could you wink at the camera? Oh, God. They just really had to get that back in there, huh? Uh huh. Oh God! I you just want one I... year to. I want one year to for them to like use Zatarans and it to be a controversy. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, that would be the controversy. I just love how it just made a comeback again. Yeah, it's got to be there. But yeah, I, this booth be. was good though, and we had the Bayou cocktail last year. The one yeah, that was spice really rum. good. Absolutely, one of the best cocktails, and it is strong. I think it was one of your top of the festival last year too. And it was this year too. It's so good. Still there. Yep. You know, I was just thinking, I was like, whoa, I don't I don't remember these cocktails. Yeah, it's because I because you were pregnant. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> I could Colin and I were bottoming up. Don't worry. <laughs> we got yep, you covered. I was yeah. just eating everything. That's why you need to yeah, you definitely need to go back. Uh-huh. Mm. We gotta get her some good cocktails. Cause there's a lot of good cocktails on this entire menu. Yeah, Absolutely. all these cocktails scream Bella. You know? They do, yeah. I've seen a few gin. Fruity, bubbly, yeah, yeah. ginny. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your vibe. Mm. Yep. But a great stop in America. Love that. I love it. Thank God for Uncle Ben's. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Morocco because that's where we're going next. Um, Are we like skipping every other one? Is that the fact? I like, think I'm that's so- what it is. It's like evens and odds. It's like that's how you should eat. You do two laps to work off everything that you eat. Is that their goal? I don't know. <laughs> don't want you to walk and digest in between. Exactly. Yeah. But this is also two new items here. Yeah. That both made my top five. Wow. So like Morocco occupies two-fifths of the space of my top five from this year. They do also, not on the foodie list, they have kebabs again because let's be honest, Morocco can't do anything new if their life depended on it sometimes. They just bring in the oldie but goodies. Yep, they always have to do those kebabs. Yep. But the hummus trio, traditional hummus, red beet and black garlic hummus, and an avocado herb hummus with Moroccan bread. Let me tell you. Thank God. I love the dips, but we get them at every single festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We when do. have they changed? Not a lot. But this was plant-based. It's $5.50. It's a hefty portion. It's delicious. It's totally shareable because it comes with soft bread and a crispy bread and everybody can eat it. And there's something for everybody on that plate from the traditional hummus that has chickpeas on it to beet and black garlic. Always good. But let me tell you, the orange blossom saffron cake. Shining star. Really? Here's the thing, too, because it's giving me dome cake vibes if you look at it. Yeah. It has an orange shell, and then you kind of break through that. It almost reminded me of a lighter version of, you know, the molten chocolate cake at Chili. So it has the, <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the chocolate sauce. Yes, 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 yes. Also, we should just do a thing of how many times Mel and I bring up Chili's molten chocolate cake. <laughs> 
<laughs> we need to get the DoorDash to us for our next episode. I, think oh, I don't have a Chili's by me. Oh, we're going to have to send it to you then. <laughs> the closest one is six hours away. No, dang. Uh, I'm um, sorry. But it's like, it's almost like that, where it has the consistency that hardens. And right. then the center kind of reminded me of a domed cake, but in a good way. Yeah, I mean, I like the center of a domed cake yeah. normally. So it's the gelatin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The gelatin. And I so hate. they replaced it with this hardened shell situation, and then it comes directly sat on a little piece of pistachio cake, and it's mm. so good. I do love pistachio. So pistachio is mm-hmm. amazing. You're it's an underrated this. flavor. For is sure. it? Is it like? Is it like the hard shell? You know, at Dairy Queen when they do the hard shell dip. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it but is? But it's yeah. not as thick. thick. It's just this little thin layer of it where it's easy to break through. And you're kind of like, is this hard or is this not hard? But there is a little bit of a crunch to it. So good. Highly recommend this one. Did I get saffron notes? Not really, but you know, saffron's expensive. So let's be honest. How much was <laughs> in actually this economy? Used? Yeah, <laughs> It's a $5 cake. I'm not expecting there to be a lot of saffron in it. I know. So, but very good. And I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up flights because as you all know, Festival Colin loves a flight, but this is always a stop where the flight is always good except for the one time they had that mead and i don't see the mead on here because the mead was a hard skip (laughs) the one time they had that but the strawberry elderflower hard cider the tangerine hard cider and the pomegranate hard cider what could be bad about that they were all phenomenal see get the flights yep that's all i have to say to you get the flights it's such a great way to try things too and like if you don't like something it's not the end of the world because you didn't commit to a full drink what is it three to five ounces pour nothing (laughs) <laughs> Moving on. Well, La Isla Fresca. So we're not skipping every other booth because that's the next booth. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. As said, between Morocco and France, yeah. Here's the thing. I like oxtail. I just thought this was overall incredibly fatty. There was no... It was no. so fatty that I couldn't enjoy it. So that's a skip for me. The sugarcane shrimp skewer with <laughs> Vela. Ben's original long grain white rice. <laughs> mayo salsa and coconut lime sauce that was good if you like shrimp it's a shrimp skewer you're gonna like it and then i skipped the coconut tres leches cake because we had it last year and i remember absolutely hating it it was so yep and you know what i think we decided it was because of the coconut milk yeah it wasn't it wasn't because the tres leche is so good and so rich that sweetened and oh my and it just so it like it soaks up all it's so soft and delicious and this just was not it it was not as soft as it could be and moist the coconut milk i think i expected it to be better than it was no but it ended up was with the almond milk and the oat milk it just was like super nutty yeah and that's not at all what you want from your tres leches so no i saw that and i was like i'm not ordering that yeah. I, will, I, I am taking our own advice and I will not waste my money on it at this year's festival. Bam. <laughs> is, is a snack worth your money, yes or no? This definitely got a no from us last year and did not take our money this year. <laughs> we were wiser. Yeah. All right. Now we're skipping to Canada. <laughs> As one does. Northern As Blue. As one does. Okay, Bethany, I just need, I need to ask you, how was the chocolate maple whiskey cake? Absolutely horrific. No. Horrific. No. So we were actually there. This was the point where our friends, Ken and Kelsey, met up with us. And Kelsey is a baker. That's her job. She is a professional baker. And I was like, Kelsey, what's wrong? Because it was a grainy. It was like a grainy cake. And you could tell that it hadn't risen enough. You would expect it to whatever. She's like, I think it was overcooked. And then it collapsed on itself. 
And it was absolutely terrible. It was so grainy that I couldn't even get past the texture. And I wanted to like it so badly. So I feel it's another one where I do think that was an issue with baking it. So I will try that one again because the flavor itself wasn't bad, but the texture and everything was just so far off that you couldn't overlook it. I get that. What a disappointment because from the picture... Yeah, wait till you see my photo compared to that photo. My cake is literally like this tall. It is just flattened out on the plate and I don't know what happened. Yeah, it collapsed. Yeah. But other other than the disappointing maple whiskey cake, I mean the two standbys here, I feel like they have this at at every every year at this festival is this the seared scallop with the green beans and the butter potatoes with the brown butter vinaigrette with the smoked bacon amazing we always talk about how we're so amazed that a festival can do scallops so well and this is my standard for scallops at a festival so i hate to be the bearer of bad news no is it bad okay the dish is good and i don't know if it was again this is another one that i would revisit because the flavor is really good but my word that was the tiniest scallop i've ever seen remember when we got one scallop at the booth last festival one plate had one Two of these would not even have been equivalent to one scallop. That's how tiny they were. I literally looked at it. I was like, is that scallop in its infancy? Like, why is it so tiny? So small. It's just a baby. And there were a group of like five or six of us at that point. It was hard to split it into an actual bite where you got real food. So that's my only downfall. And I did look at some other photos and I think that people did have bigger scallops. So maybe we just got gypped. But sure, sure. Noted for the record. Noted, Canada. Noted. Mm. Okay, so can I t- can I say good things about the beef tenderloin or of no? Of course you can. Of course, because it's amazing. Because <laughs> yes, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, the mushroom bordelais sauce with the whipped potatoes and the vegetables. It's it's amazing. I mean, Canada can do a good steak. We all yeah. know this, mm-hmm. and they can do it at a festival too. So this is one of those. I get. If I had to pick between the two, I'm going with the the beef tenderloin every time. But two good dishes potentially yeah. if you get a good size scallop. Yep. That was my only complaint because the flavors of the dish are just so good. There's a reason that's on the menu every single year. Those flavors are phenomenal together. Good. Yeah. Just don't give me a, don't give me a baby scallop. (laughs) Or charge you less. Yeah. Right. Or give you multiple baby scallops. Yeah. So apparently at our next stop, Refreshment Port, which is actually right next to Canada. So in this sense, they are going in order. But apparently Disney got a two for one special on shrimp because they have shrimp on <laughs> almost every booth. Eggs may be expensive, but you know what's not? Yeah, shrimp. 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 <laughs> and we've got a surplus in Epcot. <laughs> yep. This is the shrimp scampi poutine with cheese curds, lemon garlic cheese fondue, spinach and artichokes, and Bethany, I would like to hear your thoughts. Yes. Okay. So remember last time you were like, hey, I think that would be good without the shrimp, but like Mm -hmm. the lemon garlic cheese fondue, spinach and artichokes sound really good. Mm -hmm. You are correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nailed it. That without the shrimp Mm -hmm. would be perfection. Mm -hmm. That actually would have probably ended up on my top list of the festival. Wow. But the shrimp ruins it. The texture, the first bite yeah. I got, we, we went live, and the first bite I got was a piece of shrimp, a cheese curd, and a french fry. No. Which one, the french fries there are extremely long, so when you're trying to navigate putting them on a fork, it was a little difficult. However, the texture killed it for me. When we ate around the shrimp afterwards, we were like, this flavor is phenomenal. Putting this on fries, it's so good. Mm-hmm. You love it on pasta, why wouldn't you love it on fries? But it's just that texture of shrimp 
with the sponginess of a cheese curd with a french fry not it yeah Mm -mm. i can see that i believe it's just ladled onto there you know what i mean so you can't ask for it without the shrimp but you could pick around the shrimp but the shrimp was overcooked too so it's obviously just been sitting there so this would have been so good it should have just been a spinach artichoke poutine that would have been so good maybe we make that yeah let's make it oh you know what you get the spinach and artichoke dip from trader joe's and then you get steak fries from red robin red robin and then you combine the two yeah see that's gonna be good done see i'll try it but that's the concept that i really would have loved it was super garlicky i absolutely loved it but lordy why why would the shrimp stop with the discounted shrimp (laughs) no one needs that no so let's head over to trowel and trellis hosted by impossible this had one of my favorite dishes from last year, which was the boneless impossible Korean short rib with cilantro lime rice, slaw, kimchi mayonnaise. Is it still amazing? No. Oh, no. <gasps> I didn't like it. And I've loved it every single year. So again, I feel this is a revisit because maybe it was sure, first day sure. jitters because the last two years, you guys will be the testament to that. I've absolutely adored this dish. I absolutely love it. I don't know what was off with it. It just was not great. Didn't it come with bok choy oh, last Does it year? still have the bok choy? It does yeah. still have bok choy. <laughs> okay. It does. Okay. okay, it does. Giant steamed bok choy. Wait till you hear about the dessert at this festival, because then it's about to get real, real. Oh, no. At this booth. Mm. I would revisit it, though, because you guys have had okay. it in the past, and you love it. Love mm-hmm. it. Love yeah. it. I thought it was really good. It was the first time that I had Impossible, and yeah. I was, like, blown away. Yeah. So... Maybe it was just the first day jitter. I will say the impossible lumpia with the Thai sweet chili sauce. This was so close to cracking my top five. It's five fifty. It comes with five of those lumpias. The only wow. reason it wow. did it. Five of them. Yeah, it was a bargain. Such a good deal. It's probably one of the best deals of the festival. I believe what we got had been sitting there for a minute. So the lumpia was no longer crispy because it's just drizzled in that Thai sweet chili sauce, which is phenomenal. The sauce is really good. So they became a little soggy. There was no crispiness to your lumpia. You can't ask for it on the side, but I wish that were the option there. Sure. Because it would would make it so much better. I know that involves a lot more, but I think you guys will love them. And at 550, bargain. Amazing. Amazing. All right, let's talk about the dessert, shall we? Or let's not. I don't know how you feel. I don't want to. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Our raspberry had mold on it. <gasps> no. No. Yeah. It did not. It did. It did. So it's a chocolate cake with blackcurrant ganache, mixed berry compote, and chocolate ice cream with raspberries on the top of it. And our raspberry was in fact molded. Yikes. I don't. I mean, this is obviously we could have walked back up to the booth and asked for a new one, and they would have happily given us one. We didn't because, again, we're hitting every single booth. So everybody's like, eat around the raspberry. <laughs> and <call it> a <laughs> <Right>. day. <laughs> also, we've consumed enough alcohol at this point. It's going to kill whatever is <laughs> like, it's, we're fine. But overall, it just wasn't an impressive dessert either. I didn't love it. So just skip this one. Ugh. But mold? Come on. It's day one of the festival. Yeah, mold. What's happening? I'm pretty sure I was filming. I'll have to see if I have a clip because I'm pretty sure I was filming it. And they're like, guys, that's mold. And I don't think they wanted to initially tell me right away. And I was like, no, we're taking photos of that. So I'm zooming in on the mold. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's fine. But yeah, a bummer. But you know what's also on this menu that you guys have had before and I know you like? The ice green tea with cranberry and lime with vodka. So good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a non-alcoholic last year, and it was really good. Yeah. I feel like when we went, this was one of the, I think this was the first booth that we hit. Yes, it was. And it really set us off on a good pace because that drink was delicious. Mm-hmm. Delicious. And it comes with the cutest little glass. If you like to collect things. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll love this one. Yeah, it has a little mason jar with trowel and trellis on it. It's awesome. All right. Honey Bistro. And I, you know, I'm always the first to admit that I'm wrong, but I was really hoping that this, this booth would be the home run of the fest. You know what? You weren't far off because okay, two, out okay. of, two out of three, phenomenal. Oh no! Is it what was bad? Let's the start with that. Chicken waffles. Oh, so sad. And like, on paper, on paper, mm-hmm. it sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's crispy honey brine chicken with honey sweet cornbread waffle and whipped honey butter with spiced honey. Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, the whipped sounds honey butter amazing. and the spiced honey were phenomenal. The chicken, I got it two separate days. This was one of the ones that I went and revisited because I wanted to desperately really love it. The chicken, it's a chicken thigh, overcooked, rubbery. It it was unsalvageable. You cut it open and you could just tell how unbelievably dry it was. And you were like, why? Because this had the potential to be so good. And both times, the cornbread waffle was also burnt. Mm. And at that point, it just crumbles. So you stick your fork into it, and there's no grasping it to put it on your fork. It's just a crumbled mess on the plate. So I know a lot of people love this, and a lot of people put it on their best of the fest, but I'm going to tell you right now that I think a lot of people that love this wanted to like it because it sounds really freaking cool on paper. And I just... (laughs) My hand is up right now, yeah. (laughs) But people that tried it and said that. Sure, yeah, yeah. I just don't think it delivered. I think there was a lot of things that were missing. I don't think it was a well-rounded flavor. While I love the honey butter and the spicy honey, I don't think it was a well-rounded dish. Sure. So, it gets a no from me. But the new flatbread, is it as good as the one from last year? No. Hmm. But it's still good. That honey mustard one last year was so flipping good. The honey mustard bone was delicious, but the blueberry gastric on this one really intrigued me. You're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it. Okay. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. The honey mustard bone was phenomenal, but yeah. and, and I'd, be, I'd be okay because that one was amazing. If it wasn't as good, that was like so good. But the return hit here, honestly, is the honey mascarpone cheesecake. So good. So good. Honey whipped cream, whipped honey, crystallized honey, honeycomb, dehydrated honey, <laughs> fennel pollen meringue kisses. On a delicious, delicious mascarpone cheesecake. This plate is probably one of the most beautiful plates of yeah. the whole festival. So many people have asked to use my photo of it from last year, and it showed up on so many things just of the honey mascarpone cheesecake. I know I took a photo of it, but it's the plate speaks for itself. Yeah, It's got flowers. It's got the meringue kisses on it. It is beautiful to look at, and it's delicious to eat. It's a good one. You can't go wrong with this one. No. All right. Pineapple promenade. If I am down there at a point, I am bringing my own bun for the spicy hot dog. I think <laughs> if you know, Bella, you know. Bella was like, why didn't you bring a bun? <laughs> because it's so disappointing. I love the flavor. And it is a spicy hot dog. It is spicy. It is spicy. spicy. And I am I am a big spicy fan. I don't just like a little spice. Like, I, I don't mind when my mouth is kind of on fire. So for me, the flavors 
always amazing. And this is a returning one. This spicy hot dog has been around Since for literally beginning. forever. But they seem to have forgotten that they should have put a good bun with it. Because yeah. the past few years, the bun has it's been, been bad. cardboard. Or actually, not even cardboard. It just, like, disintegrates. It li- literally disintegrates as you touch it. And to to be honest, I had talked about stopping and getting a bun. And when I posted the story that we're eating the hot dog, Bella t- said, responded to it and said, but wait, where is the brioche bun from Publix? <laughs> That's what she responded to my story with. And I said, I forgot to get it. Please don't be mad. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just, I'll bring down a whole thing of Hawaiian hot dog buns. Exactly. And oh, that's right. That would be good. Yep. And it's funny you said, hot dog I'm, buns. I'm not as much of a spice fan as she is. I didn't grow up eating spicy food, so I've had to become like accustomed to it because I really want to like spicy food and I'm, I'm getting better and I'm getting there. But this, this is delicious. And it's one of my favorite things and the bun has ruined it. And I know if you've been around with us for this long and you've heard us last year, you know how much we hate the bun that it's on. But please salvage it. Save it. Yep. Please hashtag save the spicy hot dog. It's so close to being good. It's so close. But here, I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about our Violet Lemonade ale. Here. That started our friendship. The thing that started it all. I literally made everybody drink it at the table. And I was like, (laughs) and if you don't like it, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Lie to me. Literally lie to my face. I never say that, but I was like, this holds a very special significance in my heart, so I'm going to need you to lie to me and tell me it's good. And you know who tagged us in it, too? Disney Coffee Blog. Yeah, he did. Who might be on our podcast coming soon, so... Who's to say? Who's to say? I don't know. I don't know, but he did. He had it after uh, we did. But that's like, it's so good. I don't love the Violet Lemonade. No, but we we love that. The ale is so good. The ale's great. So skip that. Get the ale. Thank us later. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. And lie to us even if you hate it. <laughs> That's the <laughs> only it. thing I say. Because <laughs> it's literally it's so what sparked good. our friendship. So just say you love it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hop over to Connections Eatery because we're clearly all over the place. So we're going back over there. Um, but let's talk about the specialty flower and garden beverage. So they do have... Connections Eatery, they do have a cocktail and it's the cucumber cooler with Thai basil and it's gin, it's Thai basil cucumber. It is absolutely delicious, but they have a specialty one that's, and that one's there all year, but they have a specialty one, which is the flower drop cocktail and Bethany, you got it. This was the last thing we ordered. This was our final thing to check off the list and my word, it was so good. So flower drop cocktail, St. Germain elderflower, Tito's vodka and Minute Maid premium lemonade. It was not on the mobile order or anywhere you had to kind of ask about it. And let me tell you, this cocktail is so good. It was the perfect way to close out the festival. All of us loved it. Every single one of us loved it. It was just so good. We spent probably an hour just sitting in connections, decompressing after getting everything (laughs) done. But this cocktail was so good. It just is so well balanced. I would drink this the second I walk into Epcot. I hope this comes back and stays on the menu often because it's that good. It looks so good. And this is one of those that I feel like if you were reading through this guide that you might miss. Yeah. And not get. Especially because there's not a lot of connections. No. I mean, they have an orange bird waffle, right? Which some people, me, my hands (laughs) are Weirdly, I didn't order that. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
what? But if I make it down there, I'll get it. And I'll get this cocktail too. But this, I feel like this might be one of those hidden ones that like is going to be amazing and not enough people are going to know about. But if you're listening, we're telling good you. for you. You're going to have a delicious cocktail. You won't regret it. No. But yeah, Connections is a good stop. I say stop there for a beverageino. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you know, it's going to be one of those if you know, you know situations. And now that you listened, you know, you know. Mm. <laughs> All right. So let's go back to Mexico, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> let's do our second loop-de-loop around the park. That's and right. the only thing we're going to talk about is the Taco Vampirino because I don't have one nice thing to say about the quesadilla. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'm sorry, though. That photo doesn't even look that good of that quesadilla. No. No. It's the, does it the, look like a quesadilla? It doesn't. The tortilla was too thick. It just didn't work. It didn't hold together. None of it was crispy like you typically expect out of a quesadilla. It just was not giving at all. The flavors That's were right. fine, but it just was a mess. But the taco? Ah. Uh, One of your good. favorites from last year. Taco Vampirina. That's it. There <laughs> she is. She's back. <laughs> it's expensive, but it's worth the price. Don't care. Add it to the list. That crispy cheese on the outside of that shell is just so good. Crispy cheese is a is a sell every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Let's talk about the let's talk about the cocktails though. Did you get both of these? I did. Because on paper they both sound great. Great. So the only one that's good is the crystal oh, no. margarita. <laughs> oh no! It's the one that has mezcal. The first one, it's like the herby one. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the elderflower tea. It was no. so bad. Oh, like, no. Sorry. I love the team at La Cava. Thank you, guys. Love you. That was all. <laughs> the crystal margarita was good, but you have to love mezcal and smoky drinks. I do. Love I know. Smoky Bella, cocktail. you're going to love this one. Because it's tequila, mezcal, clarified lemon juice, and mm-hmm. orange liqueur in a souvenir cup. It is definitely really smoky, but it is so flipping good. Mm. We should just have a nice bottle of mezcal in the house because I know I that love you love mezcal. mezcal. I know. You can make a mean old-fashioned with mezcal. I know they have it in the Citricose one, too, mm-hmm. but you can make one that's just just mezcal, a mezcal old-fashioned. Well, You've had it before. I've had it. Where did I have it? At the casino. Oh, it was so good. In Atlantic <laughs> yeah, 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 City. Yeah, in Atlantic City. Oh, <laughs> we love an AC moment. <laughs> we love it. Oh, yeah, that was good. It's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. When she ordered it, I was like, are you Who my are wife? You? <laughs> I like I took my ring off. Took today. my ring off, and I'm like, "Hi, my name's Colin." No. <laughs> what brought you here? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I can't do whiskey, but you're yeah, gonna mezcal. love this one because it's yeah. tequila and mezcal. You're gonna absolutely love it. Yeah, definitely. Win. It was good. Fun. Thank fact. you. Thank you, Lacava. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lacava. Lotus House. Lotus House. I don't even want to talk about it. You want to know why? <laughs> The Marco Bob is not here. And I know they brought it back to another festival, but it's not here. Wow, Colin. They literally said, you can get Dead. it at a different festival, but not <laughs> yeah. this time. Dead to me. No. Um, this I, Tropical Moon one sounds good, though. Phenomenal. Yeah? Okay, good. I'm like, glad. The best, one of the best cocktails I had. We all like tried it at the same time, and all of us were like, that is really, really good. We also did try, I believe it was the Tang Dynasty. I'll have to look. It was pink, so I'm going to say yes because it's strawberries, which that one. But the Tropical Moon, Smirnoff Vodka, Triple Sec, Passion Fruit, and Soda Water with White Boba Pearls. That sounds amazing. It was so good. I will say, as much as China fails on the food, they really come through with cocktails at points. Yeah. Even even at Festival of the Arts. Yeah. Amazing, amazing cocktails. Yep. 
So we'll give them that. All right. And the food isn't anything new. No. no. And we're just going to keep walking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not worth <laughs> the it. The two pan fried vegetable dumplings, it's literally two dumplings for five fifty. And if you told me they were steamed, I would have bought it. That's how not great they were. Yeah. Oh, no. no. You know what I mean? Like when you can't tell if it's actually pan fried, that's a problem. That's a problem. Correct. Yeah, it should be crispy. Yeah. No. All right. Well, let's move on to something better. <laughs> it's Lord. time for Italy. <laughs> Let's go, Bethany. Let's just dive right in. The best thing on this menu was the worms and dirt. <laughs> oh, no. You know the standard's low at that point. The worms I and mean, dirt was good. I mean, he, well, here's the thing. I never said I don't like worms and dirt. <laughs> I true. do like worms and dirt. I don't <laughs> think they're Italian, but I like me a worms and dirt. So. TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. The chocolate hazelnut pudding was whipped. It had air mm. to it, and it was so good. Was it like a mousse? Was it like moussey? It wasn't to the texture of mousse. It just was like a little bit lighter than a standard pudding. And it was delicious. I will say it came in the smallest little cup ever. No joke. It was a shot glass of pudding for $6, whatever it was. So stupid. But everything else, what was the Caesar salad? It was, you know, like we talked about the functionality of the salmon push pop when they had that at Festival of the Holidays where it just didn't make sense. How are you yes. supposed to eat this? This was the same thing because it had baby gem lettuce, but it was like stacked on the outside and it came in a little teeny tiny cup, like a cup. We're not in a bowl. We're not in anything. There was no feasible way to eat this without asking for another plate. Wow. It was just like, a circle of lettuce that had six baby, baby shrimp in the inside. The flavor was good. I'm not mad at that. But overall, what was this? Was it one of the, like, you know, the salads that come in a cup and you like shake them and then you yeah. pour them out into something? You know what I mean? Yeah, it, that would have been better if it had a lid and I could shake it and actually pour it somewhere. But like, <laughs> there was just no feasible, easy way to eat this because you would have to cut the lettuce because it was full pieces of like, you know, baby gem lettuce. You would have to cut it and you just cut it in this cup. It came in a cup. You know, the wine cups that everything comes in? Like, yes. that was, that's what it was in. Wow. Or in. So bad. And the tortellini, look, it was pretty. There was not a... <laughs> What did I say? A praying mantis. Praying mantis. There was not yeah. a praying mantis garnish on my plate. I was a little upset, but it came with sweet butter, pancetta, corn, peas, beans, yet lacked every ounce of flavor. Yeah. It was dry. It was terrible. It I did, said there's a lot a on so- this. Like there's butter, sweet butter on there, but there it needs, also needs to be a sauce. Yeah. There's no sauce. Pesto. On this. A pesto. Yeah. For crying out loud. It was so dry. I also liked in our live, I was like, there's just like a lot going on this on this plate. And Jeremy was like, a lot except flavor. And I was like, <laughs> accurate. Nailed I it. I don't understand how you can put so much crap on one plate and it just somehow doesn't taste like much. No. Oh my God. Italy, go. one day you'll come together. But you know what? There was not a single person in the line for Italy. So maybe we're getting the hint. Maybe. Like we're said. the only people there. We'll take it over. Olive Garden. Olive Garden. <laughs> when you're here, you're familiar. <laughs> so mm-hmm. funny. Let's All go right. to Japan, shall we? Yep. Yes. A more positive note. Frushi's back. Yes. Frushi's back. I feel like if they ever get rid of it, people will probably have 
a problem with that, which I wouldn't have a problem with it because it's, it's not, it's fine. It's fine. It's exactly what it oh, is. I think it's a lot of fun no, for like kids. No, it does kids. have a cult following. Yeah, yeah, it has a cult following. I think kids would really like this and it's, it's fine. It's just not something I would get. It's just kind of like the watermelon salad. You know, it's fine. I might get it if I was at so, the festival see, a few I times. I think this is unique to the festival, though. I think it's I won't agree like, with Colin. Yeah. But I, 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 you know, but, I, but I get why Bella said she wouldn't order it. I oh, understand yeah. that concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not, you know, up your alley, as you'd say. You know? No, but it isn't. The watermelon fed is out. Yeah, you can make the, I, I don't think I could make this from the grocery store. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying what I mean is that it's something that I probably wouldn't get each time. Yeah. Sure. Not because I can't, I can make it at home, but because sure. I think it just people, doesn't. People do. Yes, correct. Yeah. Correct. And I think if they got rid of it, there would be a problem. Oh, yeah. Bella, yeah. Bella and I are the same because I did not order it this year. I was like, we can skip it. It's not a big deal. We've had it before. Yep. yep. And I feel like this and the Violet Lemonade are the two things that people have a cult following for at this Absolutely. festival. Those two, like if they remove them from the menu, people would, there would be an uproar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. The you... sushi was great. It was good. I-, I will say I was impressed with the sushi, though, because it was like three pieces of sushimi where it's the rice with the raw fish. Um, One of them had gold leaf on the top of it. It was like oh. so fancy. I felt so bougie. I was like, look like... at us. Look at us in the Japan pavilion. The creamy shrimp udon. It <laughs> literally, to me, tastes like fettuccine alfredo. Oh, no. <laughs> I was so mind-boggled. I ate it, and I was like, this feels like it should be in Italy. It was a very tiny portion for the price. The bowl comes, and it's maybe filled a third of the way full. And I just felt it gave me very much fettuccine Alfredo vibes. There was fresh vegetables in there. Again, there's also shrimp. Because yeah. <laughs> we love shrimp. <laughs> yeah. But it did have spring vegetables. I did find a Brussels sprout in there. I was, like, looking at it, and I was like, nothing, like, about Brussels sprouts screams like Japanese food to me. Maybe I'm just off on that and I should do more research, but it gave me every vibe of fettuccine Alfredo and I don't comprehend how we ended where we ended. (laughs) But you know what was good? The dragon fruit sake cocktail. I was hoping that this would be good because it did look really nice. It is sweet, very sweet. And you just have to realize that it's going to be really sweet, but it's a beautiful color. It tasted really good. I'd put it in like the violet sake category of very sweet, visually pleasing. You're probably going to really enjoy it. Non-offensive. No. It's like a, it's, it's like a purpley, oh, no. like a, like a, it's like, like a deep purpley, like pinky oh, kind of she's color. She's pink. She's like magenta. Magenta. Yeah, yeah. She's very bright. It's beautiful. And I think it's going to be very popular because I think it's going to be very great to photograph at the festival. Yeah. Because it is so pretty. But yeah. All right. Last booth. France. Here we are. Love-hate relationship with France. Where are we going? Remember that I said brunch cot was the home run of the festival? Yeah. I'm removing that. And it's France. (gasps) Wow. (laughs) But you know what? If it's because this croissant is good, I will be happy because this croissant looks amazing. The croissant is phenomenal. Wow. It is a croissant that is stuffed with goat cheese, herbs, and roasted garlic. It is served warm. Love. And it is stuffed to the brim. We cut it open, and it was just fully stuffed with this goat cheese, herb, roasted garlic mixture. So freaking good and you know what i liked better than the beef in canada the beef in france 
Wow. It came with this rosemary tomato sauce underneath it that had cherry tomatoes that had exploded. So good. Phenomenal. I will say it does say it comes with a gnocchi and I did not see that. It was more of like, and I, looking at the photo, it still looks like it did. It, it reminds me of a polenta. Mm. But oh, sure. overall, phenomenal. And then the chocolate tart. Bella, oh. when I tell you you are going to be obsessed with this chocolate tart, uh. I mean it. It comes with a Valjarona single origin chocolate brownie. But here's mm. the thing. It's almost like a molten chocolate cake. Mm. It's like thick brownie batter. It just, Looks like it. it worked so well. It came with walnuts and a raspberry. It was served warm. Phenomenal. It you looks amazing. I cannot wait for you to try this. You're going to love it. If you love a molten chocolate cake, you're going to absolutely adore this. This tart is so phenomenal. It's worth the price. I think it's like one of the pricier things at the booth. Don't care. It's so good. Skip the beignet, though. You're welcome. Yeah. Look, we only yeah. can have so many hits at one booth, okay? That's right. Don't get, don't get too greedy. Yes. Okay, so I do have to ask you, though. Did you get the sparkling wine with the Mona Desert Pear? Yes. And? No. Oh, no. So... It's funny because someone in our group said it's like if you add Monin Desert Pear to a sparkling wine, it's a way to make a cheap wine feel a little more expensive. Sure. And that's what it was. You were like, it's not great, but it's not terrible either. It's good, but like I wouldn't order it again. Sure. I wish they added something else, like one more thing. It's just a with this. It's like wine with a squirt of syrup you know i wish they added another liqueur or something to it just to make it a little more complex but i mean i've never met at mona desert pear so me either and again if i ever want to make a cheap champagne feel expensive i will start adding mona desert pear to it and i won't be mad at it but like (laughs) i would not pay for that at a festival anymore sure when there's so many other great drink options like the frozen slush the rose oh yeah it's rose it's rose yeah, love the and rose. Love the and rose. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. That's worth. That's the drink you should order. Right. That's it's also a, a drink that will never go I- away. And it's a, a, an iconic flower and garden drink for it sure. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm telling you, I was so impressed with France, and the prices weren't even that expensive. Wow. Who is she? We don't even know her, but I love her. Love her. Yeah. Finally. I was- very Finally. impressed with France. We just kept eating everything. <laughs> this is good. This is really good. Oh my God, this is phenomenal. And I was like, is France going to be my favorite booth? Yes. Wow. Brunch cut coming in very, very, right, right behind. Because nothing on the menu misses at brunch cut. The okay. avocado toast is probably the closest miss at, miss at brunch cut. Yeah, yeah. So sure. like, I mean, they are like special. neck and neck. But just like the quality of food and that dessert tart. Absolutely, France for me. Won this festival. Congratulations, France. We love you. You're I can't wait for you guys to eat all these things. I'm, I can't wait. They all sound great. But with that, we've made it through the whole festival. We did it. We festival. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what would you say? So there's your top two, but what would you say would come in at three oh, of no. your booth? So you have France, you have Brunch Cot. What would round out your top three? America. Probably America. America. That's Honey where Bistro. my mind initially went. <laughs> I'm going to go with America. Ah, you know what I'm going to go with? Mm, no. America. For consistency of multiple dishes, it's America. Sure. Or Germany. Oh. Oh, of Germany. Course. Yeah. Germany yeah, can Germany. take my top three, actually. Yeah. So. 
But, you know, I think that's great that we're competing for a lot of things this year because sometimes booths really fail to hit. You know? They do. But Flower and Garden, I think we say, and I will openly admit that it's my favorite festival just because of the look of Epcot and the topiaries and the flowers and all of the, all of the additions. I think that I love the way that Epcot looks during Flower and Garden, and I wish it, I wish it looked that way all year round. I would not be mad. No. Um, but it's a great festival. If you haven't been, go. I did a down and back trip for Festival of the Arts. I did not regret it. And you will go down and you will enjoy this festival. The flavors are great. They're super light. They're floral. The food is mostly delicious. <laughs> so book book that trip. Go. Visit Flower and Garden. Do it. You won't regret it. You really no. won't. Sounds good. I'll book it. Yeah. <laughs> click, 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 click. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have a hot take? I think we got a hot take. Here we go. So my hot take is that Pandora is better than Galaxy's Edge. I said what I said. And my hot take is that Avengers Campus is better than all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I, my Star Wars heart is gonna, it has to disagree. Mine does too. I just think just for the sheer size of Galaxy's Edge compared to Pandora and the detail everywhere, I think it just like blows me away. Agreed. I wasn't a Star Wars person and I did watch it all last April. And the next time that I saw the Falcon, I cried. And I never had that reaction. And I've seen Avatar and I've never had that reaction. The best part is Bella's totally agrees with this because the way she doesn't love Avatar. She's Correct. like, I'm not even a Star Wars fan, but I'll take it over Avatar. No, anyway. it's so true though. Because I'm like trying to think about Pandora yeah. as someone who likes Avatar. I don't like Avatar, you know, but as someone who does, mm-hmm. I don't, I still don't know if I can really compare the two because of the sheer size of Star Wars, of Galaxy's Edge. It's just so big. And I think the only thing that I would actually compare would be the food. The food in both lands, oh. I think, are both very, very good. And mm-hmm. like sometimes yeah, I they're almost, both winners. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I almost prefer some of the stuff that they have in Pandora. to to galaxy's edge so from a food perspective sometimes if i had the choice i think i would actually pick pandora over galaxy's edge but because of the size and the detail of galaxy's edge and the rides the two rides in galaxy's edge are phenomenal compared to the two rides in pandora i think that 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 flights of passage obviously is amazing yeah but for me it's not a ride that i want to go on every single time i go there but when I'm in Galaxy's Edge, I want to do, yeah. correct, I want to do Rise of the Resistance all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah, and they really phone at home with Navi River Journey, let's be honest. Small World correct. by James Cameron. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think if they had another ride that was maybe more exciting in Pandora. Right. Like equivalent to Smuggler's Run. Right, right. And like, they have so much space, I feel like, and I don't know because I'm not a Disney Imagineer, but... I feel like they have so much space between Pandora and that back way to walk to where Tusker House is, Lion King, Mm -hmm. yeah, that they could have made Pandora, it seems, a little bit bigger, potentially, and maybe added in another ride or a restaurant. They're coming out with three more movies. Right. You know, and since since that movie came out, there will have been 
four movies. Right. So maybe they are planning to expand and maybe it will become this thing. But I mean, I don't disagree that Pandora is really striking. I think especially at night, Mm -hmm. I think it's beautiful and it's immersive. The sounds, the smells, everything I think is really cool. And I think it's just really cool to look, walk in and be like seeing those floating mountains. Like it's an engineering marvel to see those like in real life. I think that's awesome. But nothing will beat walking up and being able to almost touch the Millennium Falcon for me. Yeah. I think that that just like emotionally for me as a Star Wars nerd, I mean, our son has a pseudo Star Wars name. Like I, I'm sold on Star Wars every time. Yeah, I agree with you in that sense too, that like, I don't think there's the cult, there can't be the cult following of Avatar at this point, right? Because there's only been two movies. So like Star Wars is at a whole different level of when people are so dedicated. And I think one of the things I like to do is look at men that walk into Galaxy's Edge for the first time and see that come to life in front of their eyes and it blows them away. And I just, one, love the interactiveness. Smuggler's Run is not my favorite ride, but I love the interactiveness that is Smuggler's Run. Like, yeah. you really feel like you're immersed in the situation and you're piloting the Falcon and it's You're so sitting cool. in the cockpit of the Falcon. Correct. Like, and I just yeah. don't feel there's that equivalent at... And I think one thing that could redeem itself in Pandora that would make me love it more is if you got different scenarios on Flight of Passage. Because, for example, Smuggler's Run, it's going to be different every single time. Like, you're doing the same thing, but your experience is directly based on how your crew is performing. If they gave me different versions, kind of like Star Tours of Flight of Passage, that ride would be 80 times better than it is. And I actually said... I think we talked about this, mm-hmm. that once these movies come out, I wouldn't be surprised, and I would actually hope yeah. that they would change the screens. That yep. way it would be a different ride each time, or it could potentially sure be a different they will. ride. But they have to. Yeah, yeah, they have to. But I just, again, I feel like it's really hard to compare the two, and I know that they're both lands, obviously, and they're both... In outer, otherworldly. Yeah, yeah, know? off of, obviously, very big movies that are incredibly popular. And I think when Pandora came out... I think if they both came out at the same time, Galaxy's Edge and Pandora, I think Pandora would have kind of gotten oh, yeah. overshadowed for sure. But because Pandora came out when it did, it was huge. It was and in- Flights of Passage. Mm-hmm. I mean, is still yeah. revolutionary. But at the time when it came out in what 2018 or so, uh, I don't it even was, remember. The ride was revolutionary. I remember getting yeah. off that ride and being like, "What just happened?" Yeah. And then, but then I remember the feeling of getting off of Rise of the Resistance, and I was like. But see, the thing is, with Rise of the Resistance, I still get off of it, and I'm like, I just cannot understand how they created this ride. Yeah. Yes. Because it's one of those things that every time it goes down, I'm like, no wonder it goes down. There's seven billion components to this ride. Like, it is crazy. <laughs> what could go wrong? Like, exactly. <laughs> Literally, there's just, you you go through so much. There's no ride where your ride experience slash your pre-show is that immersive. Because, like, Correct. everybody wants to walk through the Flight of Passage pre-show. Nobody wants to sit there and listen to that man talk for eight minutes. But the pre-show that is Rise of the Resistance, it feels like the ride. It doesn't yes. feel like a pre-show. So, clearly we love Star Wars. <laughs> we love I totally love Star Wars and I'm going to I'm going to vote for Star Wars, but I'm not Same. discrediting your feelings for Pandora. How about that? I get yeah. it. I totally understand, yeah. but I it's think beautiful. just for me it's beautiful and especially at night, I could listen to the Pandora ambiance forever. I love that ambiance, but Star Wars wins. Same. And I love yeah. Avengers Campus. That's high on my list. I need to, we haven't been yet, so we yeah, need to go. Yeah, you're going to have to go because the first time I ever walked into Avengers Campus, I said to myself, I get why people love Galaxy's Edge. Because I had seen all the movies oh, and sure, I understood sure, sure. it. 
And then when I walked into it, I was like, this is really cool. This is phenomenal. This is the immersive experience I've been looking for. That even, I think the one thing that's lacking in Pantora is a lack of characters. So like, Sure, absolutely. You're just like, there's just nothing. There used to be a few that they would have the guys and the little like robot little. <clears throat> yes, the walkers. I can't even tell yeah. you the last time I ever saw them. But yeah, it's been a while. And they used to have the if drum experience, too. you give me a Navi, get, where, why is that not back? That would bring back some feelings for Pandora mm-hmm. for me. But, yeah, I agree. It's a good sorry, hot Pandora. take, though. Sorry, yeah, sorry, it but it's a good hot take. Let us know what you are. Team Pandora, Team Star Wars. Or Team Avengers Campus. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to add my hot take to the hot take. <laughs> That's so that's it for this episode of The Main Street Dish. Be sure to follow us on all our social media. You can support our show by subscribing on Instagram and subscribing on Patreon. Take a minute to rate our show on iTunes. And for Bella and Bethany, this is Colin, and we will see you next week. <laughs>